This is Steve Sherlock, sharing the audio recording of the Schmitz Farm ribbon cutting ceremony held today, Friday, October 27th, at approximately 11 a.m. Town Council Chair Tom Mercer opens the ceremony and introduces each of the succeeding speakers. So without further ado, let's listen to the brief ceremony. Love to come to as counselors, uh, and we look forward to them. I'd like to take the opportunity to recognize John Schmidt of Schmidt Farm, who worked with the town during the acquisition of the approximately 115 acres we're standing on today. John. Please. I didn't bring a handkerchief. Uh, I'll use your shirt. There you go. I'd also like to acknowledge Kathy Dalzell, who was unable to be here this morning. Uh, the Dalzell family generously provided the town with 15 acres of land connecting with this parcel, a gift we're extremely grateful for. And please express your gratitude to the Dalzell family. I can't tell you how excited the entire town council was when we finished with this purchase of this piece of property along with the Maple Hill. We sat there in council chambers and said to ourselves, my God, do you realize what we've just done? in the last two years. So we're excited to celebrate the marked occasion of the purchase of over 200 acres of public natural resources through the recently adopted Community Preservation Act. And that's a great thing. I can't believe I have to say this, but I will, because she is. Uh, you don't have as, to say anything. What is your right? As a leading champion and advocate of the adoption of the Community Preservation Act, I'd la like to ask my fellow counselor, Councillor Hamlin, to say a few words. Yeah. Uh, Mercer, I think it was Chair Mercer. I don't know what I wrote down, but but anyway, um, you know, um, to put in words how I feel today is really really difficult. Um, uh, Rosie, Rosie knows Rosie. how difficult Rosie. it is. Um, and and to you know, people always say it's a chance of a lifetime. It's a one in a lifetime event. But for me, this is. Um, <laughs> One in a, once in a lifetime, this will keep me from crying, so that's good. <laughs> uh, once in a lifetime event for me here. to understand, like, why am I here? And why do I do what I do? And um, I'm grateful that all of you are here to, to actually share that with me because it's really a cool thing to figure that out. Um, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Amy's saying, get back to the script. No. <laughs> um, so, but to be here today um, to celebrate this wonderful accomplishment for the town um, is hopefully we all share in the fact that this is a dream come true. And um, 
So I'm now going to go to the script. <laughs> You're right here. All right, I'm right here. <laughs> you don't need it. Okay, so yeah. Um, as as um, I'm sure many of you know, the CPA was signed into law in 2000 by Governor Paul Salucci. Um, this act allows communities to create preservation funds for open space, historic preservation, affordable housing, and outdoor recreation facilities. To date, 195 municipalities across the Commonwealth have adopted this smart growth tool, and I'm proud to say that Franklin is one of them. back to like just like 2016 it's not that far long ago um, a day like today seemed to be impossible that it would never happen and um, the grassroots efforts from a team of open space historic preservation and housing advocates achieved the impossible quote unquote because we know it's possible now yeah. an adoption of the community preservation act by Franklin voters in 2020 during a pandemic you all came out to vote Right, so that's awesome. <laughs> um, so here's to all of you who helped get the word out and voted, and and um and it's this day is for you too. Right, it's for everyone. Um, this allowed the town to have a steady funding source for preserving and improving our community's quality of life. And I would also like to thank the families of uh, the the Schmidt, Dozel, and Labasti families for trusting in the town and believing that we could actually be good stewards to their land. And I think that's key. So thank you so much. Am I going too long? No. Okay. Absolutely right. You're off script again now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. you, can, you can see, I like cross everything up. Um, so the first time in town, and uh, Council Mercer already mentioned this, the first time in Franklin's history, the town utilize its right of first refusal to purchase the, purchase the woodland at Maple Hill and again to protect and preserve this irreplaceable farmland for generations to come. And I am proud of the work we have been able to accomplish since the CPA adoption and generating additional open space and connecting our nature trails and wildlife for residents alike. Um, I, <laughs> I look forward to seeing the vision for these parcels come to fruition and um, I think we have a lot of them with the in the open space master plan and the master plan that we're working on now and um, I'd like to introduce someone that doesn't need any introduction mm. <laughs> town administrator Jamie Helen he's on the third floor if you ever want to talk to him go up there and knock on his door um, he says it's always open it's always open, yeah. except right um, now. Nobody's ever in there. He's going to talk a little bit about. In here. He's going to talk a little bit about what our plans are and for these parcels. I think that's what they told me he's going to say, but I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Thank you. I too have a short script, but I'm going to go a little off. Um, I think I'm notorious for that, but his vision's a little uh, better, so he can use his. Yeah, phone. I'm starting to. <laughs> starting to do this well. I need like a font. Um, people ask me every day, how do you do this job? You're crazy. There's so much you have to do. The hours, the work, this makes it all worth it. Right. Here, yeah. Right. I think that we know um, this is pretty much the greatest day a town administrator could have. I think I speak for elected officials. It really doesn't get better than this. And um, no, sure, we can take a lot of credit. <laughs> Uh, but um, 
all of you voted for this. And now today, a couple years later, everyone's seeing uh, that return on investment. Um, this caps uh, three uh, ribbon cuttings we've had this year for the first slate of projects, the Nason Street Tot Lot. Um, if people haven't been down there yet, um, the Maple Hill parcel, the Schmidt Farm parcel, and the restoration of the exterior of the Riverick Schoolhouse. Um, you know, as everybody knows, I, I worked for Governor Salucci and, and Governor Swift. I was there the day at the Payne Estate in Waltham when the act was signed. I have a picture of it on my wall. Um, this certainly makes it even that much sweeter uh, to feel like in our role, um, we can hopefully make a difference and use CPA as a great tool that it was always intended to, which it was passed because towns were struggling to finance these projects. And as all of you know, there's always another vector truck, a DPW truck, a fire truck, a facilities, a new school, a new building that always then allows the funding to not be there for this stuff. And that is no longer the case in Franklin. Um, and just want to thank everybody for uh, all their incredible support. Um, it's part of my job, but I mean it too from the bottom of my heart. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, um, you know, your town council still voted to put this on the ballot in a very, very trying time. Um, I can remember it on the football field um, when we did, remember the football field town meeting? And, um, you know, I think everybody knew the strategy was right. Um, we knew it was the right time. We knew voters wanted it, but still at a time of uh, global consequence to still be able to raise the hands nine to nothing put it on the ballot and then have 60% of the public support it in the largest election in town history, I think speaks to the values of the community. And I've talked to a lot of people, like I think a lot of you these days who did vote no. Um, and there are a lot of people that are now seeing that investment in their community and saying, wow, you know, I still don't like my taxes going up. <laughs> who does? <laughs> but, right, we don't either. But um, look at what we're getting for that. And I think um, as time goes on, uh, that value will be even more. Um, I obviously be remiss if I didn't thank the Community Preservation Committee, Chris Feely, Lisa Oxford. I, I hope I'm not missing somebody else in the Dave. audience. A huge, Dave, Dave, huge round of applause for the obligation that they have to vote to support this stuff and um, the nine members of that committee have been very supportive of all the projects uh, so far and it's been a huge victory for the town um, I know my part now is the speaking program is to kind of talk really quickly about what we're, what to do from here um, in Schmidt for this parcel uh, some of you may be familiar the house in the front um, is uh, planned to be demoed um, there's a little uh, hut to the left of it that will also be demoed. Um, but our hope is uh, through the confidence of our incredible building commissioner, Gus Brown, um, when we came by, um, I know Gus is hiding somewhere, but when we came by to look at the barn, he looked at me and said, Jamie, we have a chance to preserve this. Let's give it a shot. And so uh, we're going to try to do everything we can, again, through CPA funds, um, to do what we can to preserve this barn and try to look at it as possibly an education center and some other uh, amenities for the community. Um, both Maple Hill and Schmidt Farm have to go through uh, still more work um, in terms of the legal process to, um, to come up with a management. But under the law, you have to have a management program for uh, all CPA land. Uh, we're going to be working with all Metacom and all the other stakeholders to uh, work those things out. And I think as uh, Council Hamlin just mentioned in the 
uh, open space master plan uh, that the Conservation Commission has uh, just completed. Um, we're going to be looking at extensive uh, improvements to these parcels. We're going to still continue to see if it's available for agricultural production. Um, we know that there are some parcels uh, on this parcel, some spaces that can be still used for agricultural production. We do have an idea to uh, have another community garden uh, with a fair amount of the proceeds benefiting the food pantry and also the Franklin Public School District. Um, and uh, the Dalzell property, not to be mistaken, 15 acres are right up that hill. Um, a lot of us have hiked that. Um, it's really amazing. The trail network is beautiful. Um, and so half of the parcel will be reserved and untouched for the continual uh, hiking trails um, over in the area too. So um, there's a lot of great things that are gonna happen. Um, and thank you everybody for all of your support and um, thanks for coming out today. No. <laughs> Not today. Okay. Uh, okay. It's all good. At, at this point, we will, uh, before we cut the ribbon, since the opportunity is here, we have that barn that's going to need some restoration. Yeah. I wonder if there's any opportunity down the road for some sort of an earmark from the state. <laughs> Just throwing that out. It's my dog handler. Come on. Oh, you got to take every opportunity you can. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. That's great. Okay, at this time, I'd like to ask all Amy to come forward. Amy is our official ribbon and scissor. Uh, and I'd like all elected officials, uh, town officials, community preservation committee. And the Schmitz, yeah. uh, to come forward, and, and, and I certainly and ask, Rosie. And, Rosie. and Rosie, of course. Oh, that means, that, I guess that means Jeff, that means Jeff can come too. over and be in the... We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008 and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.